Hi, we're Chelsea and Michael. And this is the Coffee with Creators podcast. Think of it as hanging out with your buddies as we chat about content creation, social media, and life in general as creatives. So grab your favorite drink and welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 13 of Coffee with Creators. Holy cow, that is super exciting. Holy moly. That is pretty cool. Isn't it? I'm just super excited that we have consistently done something for 13 weeks in a row. I know. I'm more committed to this podcast than in any relationship that I've ever been in. Right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) How are you, Michael? I'm doing great, Chelsea. How are you? I'm good. I am. It's really hot here in Georgia, so we are trying to not burn up. But other than that, we're pretty good. It's weird because here in in, uh, Southern California, it's gotten a little, well, when I say chilly, it's like California chilly, which is like... 70 degrees. Yeah, that's how it is in Hawaii, too. (laughs) 70 degrees. It's so cold here. (laughs) Yeah, we used to wear sweaters and like hoodies when it was 70 in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll see a lot of people here. Like, uh, I remember Mm -hmm. walking back when things were a little bit more normal. Uh, When the weather hits around low 70s or even high 60s, you'll walk around Mm -hmm. and you'll see see people in... uh, It's weird. It's like I see people wearing T-shirts and shorts. And they have scarves. And I'm like, how's it going, cold neck? (laughs) (laughs) How cold is your neck that you need a scarf, shorts, and flip-flops? California. (laughs) You know people. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, Hawaii was kind of the same. I mean, we never wore um, scarves around our necks. But we definitely did, like, light sweaters, shorts, and then still wore our slippers, our flip-flops. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever seen anyone in the last maybe – Three times I've gone, to, I've, you know, we've gone to Hawaii for mm-hmm. like a couple of days. So I don't think I've ever seen anyone wear shoes. Everyone's just yeah. wearing flip flops everywhere. Slipper, slippers. You gotta I, wear your slippers. Slippers. I love slippers. it. It's so awesome. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so, what else has been going on with you this week? Um, this week, you know, I've been really, really busy, and mm-hmm. it's funny because I feel like. I like days were were going past me that I didn't even notice because I could have sworn yesterday was Monday. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Yesterday is Wednesday today. Because <laughs> so last night I was thinking, oh, oh shoot, you we have to record tomorrow. And uh-huh. it just shows that I guess it, it's just proof to me that I have been busy. But busy doesn't necessarily so busy. mean. Yeah. Busy doesn't necessarily mean good. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of wear that on on their sleeve as if being busy is is a, is a, I don't know, an achievement. Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would now, nowadays I would say I want, I want to measure my busyness by how much I've actually accomplished. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. If someone asked me, how was your week? I would say, I would rather say, Hey, yeah, I accomplished a couple projects, checked off some of the stuff on my to-do list, but unfortunately I can't say the same thing. <laughs> this week (laughs) that's funny I was able to I have been so like harebrained this week working on like three projects at a time and yesterday I found myself like working on one project and then flipping over to another one and I was like I like am having an ADHD moment like I just need to focus on one project get it done and quit like flipping and flopping so Mm -hmm. I I was able to accomplish that yesterday so I was pretty proud of myself I got one finished I still have two left Yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah, it's uh yeah. it's an interesting time to be alive because when I was busy with my regular work, 
uh, maybe just a few months ago, sorry, mm-hmm. when I was busy with my regular work just a few months ago, it was a busy that was almost um, expected. Like I knew what mm-hmm. my week was going to look like. I knew what it's, how it's going to pan out for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so I could plan accordingly. But now as things have shifted for me, like most of my client work are my typical client work, which is graphic design based or mm-hmm. silent at the moment because of what's going on. I've yeah. shifted towards something else like content creation, right? So mm-hmm. that has been a curveball from the very beginning. And I'm sure you can <laughs> attest to that, Chelsea, because yes. it's it's so not true. like you can plan it. Not mm-hmm. so I mean, you can, but it's also along with new um, collaboration requests or inquiries mm-hmm. or even you reaching out. And so you don't even know who's going to say yes or no. And the yeah. time frames between these these collaborations are are wonky at best. Mm-hmm. So, so true because yeah. there for like a week and a half, I had nothing. And then this these past few weeks, it's like boom, 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 like everything. And I'm like, hold up, you know. <laughs> but my actual job, which is product photography, that is like pretty much dead too. I mean, I only have one client right now. And then I had, I got an email this morning about another project potentially but um from a different person okay but yeah it's kind of same same i think with everything going on mm-hmm. people are i don't know it's so sporadic it's so hard to plan for it just like you said yeah content creation has become an in, an entire industry and mm-hmm. a lot of people think that when you're a content creator i guess you know it's not really far off from it there's a thin lane thin line i guess between it being a hobby and an actual job because yeah. we're both somewhere in the middle where it's mm-hmm. a hobby slash also a job, which we both want to tra- kind of transition towards more of like a, an actual way of living, right? Like, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, um, something that can provide for us. But at the yeah. same time, we want it to still be fun. Mm-hmm. And when you cross that barrier, that, that line, it starts to get really difficult mm-hmm. because now you're thinking more of quality. You're, now you're thinking more of, how your audience are going to perceive it versus a, versus how you just want it, right? Like yeah. I could probably, if this wasn't a thing, I would be posting pictures of, I don't know, random stuff that, you know, I would come across during my day. But now mm-hmm. I'm more strategic with it. And yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. Every time I see someone who says, oh, it's a, oh, the reason why I'm reminded about this is because last night I was reading YouTube comments and some guy said, oh, actually this was the other day. Some guy said, it's so. It must be so nice to be given a desk for free, while us here uh-huh. we have to pay X amount of money to get a desk. Oh and my gosh! So I replied as if back. You're not as if, as if you're not doing any work exactly for that desk. It's not like they just handed it to you for free. Like there was an ulterior motive right. to why this company that bugs the crap out of me. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> that could be a whole new topic. I know, but I I, I did respond. I said. You know, what's nicer is that you work your your butt off for two years or so and, you know, building relationships and just working behind the scenes so much Mm -hmm. that you get to a point where someone actually finally sponsors you something. And then people think that you just got it for free just because. And then that happened to get that desk. And that's all I said. And then the person replied back saying something like, um, it must be nice to <laughs> it must be nice to be making commercials for this small YouTube channel. And I'm like, was that an insult? Or was that a compliment? I can't I couldn't even tell. And then he deleted everything. <laughs> 
He did? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh. okay, there you go. So, <laughs> must have that been a kid. That, that video is not really a commercial, though. No, but it's it's just, he's just trying to find ways to come up. I, I don't know. He's just trying to think of a comeback, basically. And he kind of yeah. shot himself in the foot. <laughs> because he honestly, if it, yeah, if, if it, let's say 100% of what he said was true, like, oh, you know, you're making commercials in a small channel. That's awesome. That means I'm getting paid. <laughs> you're still getting, you're still creating content. You're still doing what you love and getting paid. Exactly. To do it, yeah. So. so I'm like, okay, well, thank you. Poo poo. Poo poo on him. Well, but uh, oh, did we, <laughs> that was just a little side note, I guess. Side note from this very, very crazy week that, that I've, yeah. uh, I've experienced so far. Um, did you, did you, how did you, um, did you get any feedback from last episode? I guess it was what I was going to ask. I did not. I don't think. Okay. The only reason yeah, I'm asking no, is because I didn't. Okay, the only reason I'm asking is because I got so busy that I've I have a lot of messages in my DM right now that I can't even get to because it's going to open up a a can of worms and you know <laughs> I'm just going to get lost and I'm I'm not going to finish anything at all so The the feedback that I did get was just like they enjoyed the episode, they got a lot of good insight, but it wasn't them like acquiring about Okay. like furthering their education from what we talked about. Okay, good. Well, guys, thank you for listening regardless. Um of course, I did always. keep track of um of how many listeners cuz sometimes when I refresh the the Anchor app It'll show you how many plays. And mm-hmm. I think in that week we've gotten actually, you know what? Let me let me tell you right now. How many No, I was I was <laughs> starting to thumb over to my anchor app too to see what it was. Oh, so it's we have a hundred and two plays so far. And that's for a week. Okay. That's that's pretty good. I mean, I'm surprised yeah. because typically it was just posted three days ago. That's right. Yeah. That's really good. So that is good. thank you guys. Really appreciate thank that. Thank you so much. We yeah. appreciate it always. If you could share it, we'd appreciate it even more. Yeah. <laughs> so do that. Hit yeah. The, get on your computer, start typey typing. Yeah. And also, obviously, <laughs> give us some feedback too. Let us know if that topic was actually, it, if it did help you, if it was just a lot of rambling on or, or if it's kind of off of maybe maybe not exactly what you were expecting from this podcast we are trying to fine-tune it you know mm-hmm. trying to make it entertaining and educational or at least helpful at the very least and yeah. you know we definitely don't want to we still want it to feel like you just hang out with your friends your favorite mm-hmm. friends your best friends your bestest your bestest friends, friends. <laughs> exactly <laughs> chelsea here I think we have a, um, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about something um, important today, like a a topic that I think a lot of us, a lot of us uh, experience on a day to day basis. And we just, we just get so busy doing this exact thing that we don't even have time to actually talk about it. So exactly. And I think it's a topic that, like you said, a lot of people are going through it and maybe they feel alone in this very strange time and feel like that, you know, maybe they don't have someone to relate to. So I thought that it would be a great idea to kind of address this topic or the, what does Michael say on the office, the white elephant in the room or the, <laughs> the 4,000 4, pound elephant in the room. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it would be great. And I guess you guys already know, but the topic 
of today's conversation is parenting as a content creator during a pandemic. So you're working at home, you're in your nice, cozy office, and then all of a sudden the schools are shut down and you have these two children that are now staring at you and looking to you for, you know, you have to teach them, but you also have to continue to work to feed them and keep clothes on their back. So (laughs) at least that, that is what happened to me in April. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, my husband and I were just kind of looking at each other like, what do we do now? Like, what do we do? How do we get around this? And I know in the first few weeks of us, like pretty much like infants and trying to learn to walk and, you know, get into this new thing that we called our new normal, you know, it was really hard. It was a lot of long nights, especially for me, because at this point, my husband was still at work. So I was, you know, the one at home and was having to teach them and, you know, kind of do everything all at once. And I told my husband, I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like, what are we going to do? I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. So we finally got into this groove where I taught them during the day, minus the days that we recorded the podcast. I taught them there during the day. And then at night when my husband got home, he would kind of keep them and, you know, fix them dinner and do that whole thing while I could come up to the office and work. But it was really hard. It's still hard. I mean, we're still, even though they're in daycare now, like my son, Today he woke up, he's like, I'm just not feeling daycare today, so can I stay home? And we're like, I mean, you know, we pay like $600 a month for you guys to go to daycare, but sure, why not? (laughs) Right? It's a lot cheaper here than it was in in Hawaii. It probably would have been like 2000 bucks for them both to go to daycare in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. but here it's a little bit cheaper still. I mean, if we're paying for it, like we would like them to go every day, you know, because the daycares don't give you any like leeway like if they're no. not there they don't charge you mm-hmm. no not how it works they don't so yeah uh, do so, you um do you find i know people are probably like yeah i can relate to that so much and probably even thinking probably even thinking i'm in in the, this exact situation right now so did you find a solution at least maybe maybe a a workflow wherein you can stay productive and you know, at the same time, take care of the kids. And I know you, in the beginning, you guys didn't have access to daycare because obviously what's going on. Every, yeah, everything was shut down. And when they shut the schools down, they also shut daycare down for like three weeks. So, you know, for those, that first week, I mean, I don't think I got any work done during the day because I was solely focused on like doing the learning from home and, you know, fixing them like six and seven meals within like eight hours or whatever the time period my husband is at home. Like it was just, it was completely exhausting. I could not work and take care of them at the same time. And most people are probably like, you can't take care of your children. But I mean, like for me to, you know, sit down and focus on my work, whatever it is, if I'm editing a photo or a video or even taking a photo, like I can't concentrate when they are like tugging on me and I feel, you know, I feel guilty if mm-hmm. they're like, mama, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And I'm like, okay. And still like type yeah. type on my yeah. computer. Like I just couldn't do it. So I had to shut the door to the office. I had to just completely push it to the back of my mind until my husband got home. And then I was able to come into the office and, yeah. you know, focus. Well, yeah. One of the chal- um, challenging parts of um, having a creative job is it's not like you're just typing on Excel or, word or any there's a lot of energy that gets that goes into your work and that energy also has to do with 
inspiration, your mood, mm-hmm. and everything else. And that's what a lot of people don't understand about being a creative is mm-hmm. that you, you, you can ask all the top creators, you know, ask them even during during the, when I was in college, like we had uh, some guy who worked at this very like top notch ad agency and he, he was a mm-hmm. guest speaker at our school, our university. And he asked um, he asked us, what do you guys do um, when you need inspiration? You know, what do you what do you guys do? And we're like, I don't know. We're just like scratching our heads like, I don't know. We look at things and look at magazines because back then magazines were a thing and michael's telling his age i know <laughs> and um, <laughs> that's totally fine and then okay, this um he he goes yeah you know what we do before we start on an actual um ad project we go to the beach we go to the beach we play some uh i think volleyball is what he said and then we we just watch a movie or something and i'm like you guys aren't working and he's like no that's that's exactly how it works, especially in the creative field, because mm-hmm. a lot of this, like the create creativity comes from inspiration. And mm-hmm. you can only be inspired if you're feeling, you know, whatever it is that you're like, you're feeling good. You want to be inspired about you, know, you want this piece to be inspiring or funny or just really nice. Then you have to set the mood as well. I mean, this mm-hmm. goes with the post that I made this morning about coffee and listening to music. That's totally true, because if I just wake up, I, actually, it has ha- been happening in the last week or so. I just wake up and almost like a zombie just go straight into the office. It's just not mm-hmm. the best work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I realized that, too. Like when we did get them back into to daycare, which was only like two weeks ago, I think, um, I found myself like just getting dressed, brushing my teeth and like doing that normal routine, but not even eating, like just getting dressed and coming straight in here. And I would be in here just like wandering around, just like looking like I, I just can't, I'm not, I can't yeah. do this right now. So then, you know, the, I did that for like a couple of days. And then now I'm in this really good routine where my husband takes them to school and then I have like a good five or 20 minutes or whatever it is before he comes back. And then we eat breakfast, but I like to just sit in silence. I don't touch my phone. I just sit there and kind of just breathe and like, I guess, meditate Mm -hmm. and just kind of get into the right headspace. And then I'm able, you know, we eat breakfast and then we kind of both, we go to work. Okay. So we call it, but (laughs) having experienced those first few weeks of, you know, having your children at home with you and not being able to work. Mm -hmm. I think looking back, we, we also realized that there's just no way of avoiding that, right? Like it's, yeah. that's just the natural progression of things. When things mm-hmm. stop, you, you kids can't go to school or daycare or whatever, you're going to have to watch them for a little bit. So if okay. anyone is w- listening right now who's going through it, maybe their schools aren't open, maybe daycare isn't open yet, or whatever the situation may be that that puts them in it where they have to watch their, their kids at the moment and they can't work, what kind of advice would you give them? Like, would you tell them that's okay? You just have to find your routine or you have to accept it maybe in the, le- the next few days. What, what, what would you say? Yeah, I would definitely tell them. And I had to come to terms with this and it was really hard for me. Um, you know, my children always come first and I really had to realize that. And I really just had to let it go. I was like, you know, this work is going to be here. If maybe I'm not able to hit this exact deadline, like I'm sure the person I'm working for will understand. And they always did. They were always so accommodating. Um, But I really just had 
like it's easy for me to sit here and tell you guys that like just let it go like push it back I know it's hard because it was so hard for me um but yeah you just have to like I said you got to just shut the door on the office sometimes and work when you can you know because you don't want your kids like sitting well I know I didn't like it it would break my heart when they were like mommy mommy like play with me play with me and I was still trying to work and I was like you know I'm just I'm gonna do it when I can and when I was able to get back into the office like the work was there it was waiting for me it didn't go anywhere yeah but I think coming to terms with that was the hardest thing for me Mm -hmm. like just letting myself know that it's going to be okay. It's like if you don't hit your act, your goal for today, like it's going to be fine. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I've, yeah. I've I've learned that over the years as well. That mm-hmm. um, we get so focused, you know, when especially when you're on a winning streak, you know, that feeling where things yes. are moving, you feel motivated, and you're just riding that momentum. And mm-hmm. suddenly the kids, oh yeah, that's right. I have children that I rely on children. me, right? They're and, hungry. <laughs> and <laughs> the kids don't even, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, um, you think you need to feed them or anything like that. Sometimes it's just attention, right? They Sometimes, just want attention, yeah. yeah. And it's very important to give them that, give them that attention. I, I feel, because, you know, when I was a kid, I always had... Uh, the attention that I, I I wanted from my sisters, from my mom. Mm-hmm. My dad was always busy, always mm-hmm. busy. I only saw him on Sundays. And on Sundays, mm-hmm. he was either golfing or sleeping. So yeah. I would always see him sleeping. That's basically mm-hmm. my childhood memories of my dad. And as I, mm-hmm. as we grew older, it I understood, like, I get it. And I understood how committed he was at his, his work and what mm-hmm. he was doing for the entire family. But a part of me always wished that he just spent a little bit more time. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I know that feeling. And so that's why, like you, Chelsea, I Mm -hmm. always put my kids first. And I also tell myself that the work will always be there. And it's it's just true. And it's, you know, I guess I want to say that people remember that you're not the only one who's going through this. Everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone's going through this. Even the companies that are reaching out to you, they have children, too. And so if you right. tell them, I can't work right now, or maybe we can we delay this project a little bit, mm-hmm. I'd say a lot, most of them would say, would completely understand. They're like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, like I have kids too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. You know, I, they would reach out to me and I would just let them know, I'm like, I'm more than happy to complete this project for you guys. But as you know, as everyone knows, I mean, we're in this crazy time right now. Like my kids are home. My husband is still having to go into work. So it's just me here. And they were always super accommodating. Like, yeah, of course, like we are going through the same thing or, you know, whatever it it might be. Did you notice any change in your workflow or even you as a, you know, as a, as a whole productivity wise, that as soon as your kids went back to daycare, like did, did, did anything change with you? workflow wise I guess or did it go back Uh, to like how it was from it went back it went back um to how it was yeah I but I've learned to within the hours that I have while they're at daycare is to get as much done as I can like before when they were in school well my daughter has always been with me but it's different having one like I can entertain her pretty well or she can sit in my lap while I'm doing stuff but two is different like my son requires a lot of attention. Like he, he's very clingy, which is good. I love that. I love that he's a mama's boy, but I've learned that to really take advantage of the time that I had while they're at daycare, 
So whereas before is I would take like an hour lunch break or like kind of leisurely get into my groove. Like now I'm like, okay, I'm going to take 10 minutes. I'm going to focus. I'm going to think about it. And then I'm just going to get in there and I'm going to get done because I know when they get home, it's over. Like the day is done. Yes. Because I, I like to spend as much time with them like as I can once they're home, you mm-hmm. know, and then we do dinner and we do, you know, our normal bedtime routine and stuff like that. And then the day is over and it's time to do it all over again. So, But how do you I've feel def- at the end, though? Like, do you feel better that you've actually put, yes, set I, aside time for them? Yes, I do. I feel so much better. And I feel like my kids feel better, too. They're mm-hmm. not as, you know grumpy I've started well my son was the other night but I think he was just exhausted but yeah. you know you can tell when they've not had enough attention or you know mm-hmm. something yeah. something like that but not only do I feel better like with spending time with them I feel more accomplished within my my work too you yeah. know I feel like I've actually been successful and productive so it's it's a win win, really. I'm it just is. thankful. I'm thankful that the daycares are back open and they're yeah. accepting them again. Because as a lot of you guys know, I mean, we don't have family here. Um mm-hmm. all of our family, minus my brother in law, live I think six hours, five and a half hours away. So we don't have anyone that we can be like, Hey mom, can you take them for yeah. a little bit or mm-hmm. anything? Which I I envy Michael because he does have that. But yeah. Yeah, we're very fortunate. Super, we're, yeah. We're very, very fortunate to have family. For sure. Like a mile away from us to watch yeah, the kids. Awesome. I love but that. You hit a couple of good points that I want to highlight. And the first mm-hmm. is what you said about realizing that as soon as people were, you know, your kids were back in daycare, that you had to be more, like you had to take advantage of the time, right? Uh, yeah. I remember my conversation. You have Congress- to be more efficient within exactly. those few hours that you yeah. have. <laughs> I remember you're not con- getting them once they get home. I know exactly. <laughs> I remember a conversation I had with, with my brother Richard, and this was because he had kids before me. And mm-hmm. the first I remember those days when we found out that we were gonna have my daughter. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone, this is like the curse of becoming a new parent. Everyone will always tell you, <laughs> Oh, your life's gonna change, it's not gonna be the same anymore. But they say it in a way that's very discouraging. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't like that. Do. People are like, yeah, you're not going to get any sleep. You're not going to get any work done. I'm like, you guys are just like telling me that I'm about to die. You know what I mean? It's just not <laughs> nice. It's my death sentence. What are you talking about? But it's typical. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. And every that's why every time I see someone who is, um, who are expecting a kid, mm-hmm. I do the opposite. I said, I say, you guys are going to enjoy it. It's going to be the best experience yeah. every, you know, I don't say all the negative stuff. Let them, let them find that out themselves. They'll figure it <laughs> yeah. out very quickly. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do the same <clears throat> because I don't want to discourage mm-hmm. them. You know, it, it's discouraging enough knowing that you're bringing a new life into this world that you are solely responsible for. Like, I don't need to be the one to tell them that. Like, they yeah. are, they yeah, probably yeah. already know that. But yeah, I, I do the same. I, um, I had kids before my stepsister and I remember her asking me when she was pregnant with their first daughter, like all of these questions. I was like, you're going to have so much, like, it's the most joyful thing that you will ever do with your life. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, you get so much enjoyment out of it. You get so much, I don't know, like satisfaction, like when they take those first steps and, you know, stuff that you've taught them and then they, you see their little minds like retaining it. It's like, 
the most it's the best thing in the world you really. guys should if you guys can watch me and chelsea right now on video you'll see our smiles are like a thousand watts and this is something that parents experience and mm-hmm. yeah i don't i just don't ever remember feeling this obviously when I, we didn't have a kid because it's just a different feeling and Absolutely. it's just one of those gifts that parents actually feel when you know yeah. once you have a kid you just you just have that feeling and it's a shame that we can't share it other than just relate with each other, right? Like, oh, yeah. Chelsea, remember this feeling when you saw your kid walk for the first time and all that stuff? And I know. Yeah, it's just, I was saying that when it, when Richard had his kid, uh, everyone kept saying to me, or when I was expecting my first, everyone was saying to me, oh, everything's going to be bad, whatever, whatever. And I remember Richard specifically telling me, all it is is you just have to be more efficient. And that stuck with me. So good. That's, That's such st- good advice. Yeah, I know. Go rich. <laughs> that stuck with me. And then so when you mentioned it, that you, you had to be more efficient, I'm like, that's very true. Like if everything is go- having kids, it's like having a monkey with a wrench all day, every so day. True. Just like any plans, even even a simple plan as I'm having breakfast. No, you're not. You're going to clean no, up this not. poop on the floor. So that's oh my God. That's a true story. That's happened to Chelsea. <laughs> so that's that's how. It is in the beginning when you have kids. Mm-hmm. But if you look past that, I was going to say that I said you mentioned two things that I wanted to highlight. First mm-hmm. is, yes, you have to be efficient. And once you're efficient, you'll realize that you can actually do a lot more work. Not Maybe not a lot more work, but you can accomplish more by just Absolutely. being a bit more efficient. And having kids kind of forces you to be efficient, mm-hmm. right? Now you now you know how much time you have and how much time you you actually have been wasting you know i don't know twiddling your thumbs or sitting on that couch but that couch is comfortable though so So i can't i can't really blame you and the other one is when chelsea said that she felt more accomplished i mean remember guys this is the time when she actually has less time to work on her stuff but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day when she when it's time for her kids to come home and she actually shuts down the like you know shuts the office and goes to her kids and just like, spends time with them. When she goes to bed, she's she feels accomplished. And you know what? Especially in this creative field, your life is very much integrated with your work. So if oh, you are, yeah, it's completely right? entangled. I mean, there's yeah. no real separation. Only like the office door and the hallway. Right. <laughs> you know? it, Everything else, it's completely intertwined. Yeah, it's it doesn't even have to be creative. You know, it could be any job. But mm-hmm. the point is, like Chelsea is, you know, is a she loves her family and she even if she were given the opportunity to finish all the work and spend less time with her family i can guarantee you her work's not, not. going to be as great no it's not going to be, be as so great. sad yeah it's <laughs> so sad yeah so My like husband, you said it's a win win it is it is a win win and i was going to say it's a lot of give and take it's a lot of compromising i realized that i had to like i said before you just have to compromise you have to kind of let things go like don't obsess over it so much and I remember doing that in the beginning because like you said I was on a winning streak I mean my numbers were starting to grow my jobs that I was getting was starting to grow and then it was like an atomic bomb had been dropped and that atomic bomb is obviously COVID-19 um but yeah it's it's a lot of a lot of compromising I found yeah a, a lot of compromising in the beginning but, yeah, and then you you kind of get in your groove, and yeah. that's where we are now, and it's it's really working out better for all of us. I mean, it seems like we're all happier. Yeah, we're not as stressed. Yeah, and, and as you much anxiety. You also don't 
feel so stressed anymore as much when when you have to compromise again when mm-hmm. say your kids are sick because that's another thing right that happened when your last kids week. yeah when your kids are <laughs> sick like everything stops again here you mm-hmm. go with with the monkey with the wrench this time a bigger wrench it's just yeah it you know everything yeah. just stops and mm-hmm. at that point you've learned that it's totally fine it's okay it for things to stop things will get back how would you feel if you how would you feel if you were sick and you're well, maybe I'll just use myself as an example. If I were sick or hungry or whatever, and my mom would say, I'm too busy taking pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or I'd my be God. pissed. Right? I, was, I remember as a kid, my mom worked. She was the main breadwinner. So, I mean, she worked a lot of long hours. And um, I remember her getting home and just like tired. And now I so understand that. Like I didn't yeah. understand that as a kid and you don't as, no. as a, a child, you don't mm-hmm. understand that, but I get it now. And I, I definitely relate that. I relate to it, but mm-hmm. also I think of how I felt when she didn't want to play or didn't yeah. want to, you know, whatever. So I tried to just push past that and I tried to get in the floor and play with the Legos or, yeah. you know, whatever they want to do. But even though it's sometimes it's so hard when you just you want to mentally take a break and you can't (laughs) especially when you're a new parent like when i was a new parent i remember feeling guilty all the time Mm -hmm. all the time when i'm working i had so much guilt too yeah you come home and you're like you're so tired you can barely hold the baby without falling asleep or Mm -hmm. hold your two-year-old or even talk to her and you know i i would feel guilty so Mm -hmm. i've learned to at least save a little bit of you, you, maybe maybe this is the best a better way of explaining it in during the day when you wake up in the morning you have a finite amount of energy right mm-hmm. let's just say let's pretend it's a video game and you you see that little life bar at the top right this is michael's life bar at 100 <laughs> so percent yeah and then you wake up you drink some coffee it goes up to 105 percent it yeah. goes up a little bit right true so, and then you hit traffic it goes maybe a 15 percent down or something mm-hmm. so at the end of the day um we have a limited amount of time. And so mm-hmm. you are, throughout the day, you, ha- you have choices. You can spend this remaining amount of energy that you have left to either curse out that driver who cut you off <laughs> or, you know, just like, I don't know, just worry about stuff that you have no control over or worry about work, think about t- things that are not really pr- um, productive. Mm-hmm. Or you can save that amount of, of energy left for your family and yeah it's a hard thing it's easy to say but it, it was very challenging to understand that even to this day mm-hmm. i still struggle with it but i remind mm-hmm. myself whenever i feel tired or just down or whatever i always try to remind myself okay you still have to save a little bit of energy for your mm-hmm. kids and that yeah. energy can be used to just listen to them to just watch them yeah it, it doesn't have to be like you're running around with them. Exactly. It's just leave some time mm-hmm. for them, for your family, because you're going to feel yeah. so much better afterwards and you don't have to feel yeah. guilty about it. I know. I would always feel guilty. Like when they would go, when they were here with me and I was trying to do everything all within the same 12 hours or whatever during the day, when they went to bed, I remember just feeling so guilty and so depressed because You know, they had been on, you know, I would do Lucas schoolwork, but then the rest of the day, like they would just be playing video games and like be kind of doing their own thing. And I wasn't really interacting with them. And I remember just feeling so bad. But when I 
was finally able to realize that I just needed to put work aside and focus on them until this passed because it, it, it was going to pass and it did pass. And I felt so much better at the end of the day when they went to bed. Like I didn't feel, I didn't feel guilty because I knew that I had given them some of my time, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you so. feel even like, I would say the opposite. Like, did you feel kind of energized? Like, look at me. Yeah. I was like, woo, I did it. I'm an adult. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm an adult. Exactly. <laughs> I can survive. Yeah. James and I say that all the time. Like yeah. now that we're taking them to daycare and, um, everything. He's like, we are real adults. We're doing it. I, like, I, know. <laughs> I remember my cousin, my cousin and I, when we were, when I was a little bit younger, um, I think I made mac and cheese or something like that. And we, you know, mm-hmm. obviously we didn't have kids and I was with my cousin. We were at home and then I made mac and cheese and I'm like, see, we can be adults. <laughs> I just fed myself mac and cheese. I felt like an Box. adult. Box mac and cheese. You had two ingredients. Yeah. I can survive. See? I just need someone to, I don't know, do everything else, but I can feed do myself. Do everything else. I'm going to yeah. make the mac and cheese. Everyone do everything else. That's funny. That's awesome. So yeah. now that your kids are back to school, um, how does your day look like now? So it's pretty mundane, but it's great. Mm. I love it. Uh, like I said earlier, my husband and I, he take we both get them dressed. Uh, he takes them to school, and then when he comes back, we both do the coffee thing and the the breakfast, and then we split at the top of our stairs. Like he goes one way, I go one way to our mm. offices. Um, and then I work from I think we get in we start at like nine, and then I will work until eleven thirty twelve. We'll eat lunch together, and then we'll go again from we'll work from twelve. 30 or whatever, how long we took, took lunch will work. And then I go pick the kids up around two thirty, three o'clock. And okay. then I'm just, I'm done after that. Yeah. And you know, then we like, I'll watch the kids, whatever they're doing. Like, it's always like, mommy, watch me, watch me play this game. Watch, look, can you read this to me? I can't read this. You know, <laughs> we do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, during those first probably four hours in the morning is when I get most of my work done. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm super focused. Like first thing after I've had the coffee, like I'm able to like just shoot through emails, reply to DMS or comments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great. Like I'm really loving this, this routine, okay, yeah. but yeah. it seems like each week that my kids have been in to daycare, like they'll go one full week and then somebody will get sick. Yeah. So we have to we have to keep them out for one week and then we'll mm-hmm. send them both back because that one is healed and they'll go another week and then the other one gets sick. <laughs> so like the few weeks that they've been, they've only been there for like two weeks. But we're okay. we're man we're managing. Okay. Yeah. We've we've but, made it I think two weeks now. These last two weeks, I think no, because Luca was sick last week. So four days. We're four days straight right now. <laughs> <laughs> a four-day streak. There you go. We've had a four-day streak <laughs> that they were both in daycare. Small victories, right? I mean, that's what it's all about, yeah. honestly. It really mm-hmm. is. It's like when you can fit in time to be productive, like that's that's what we do. Yeah. You, you really have no other choice because you don't want to sacrifice your family for, you know. But it, it's so hard of being a creator because if I'm not productive in my job like we don't eat you know yeah. I mean my husband obviously works but it, there's like such a fine line where you can push it mm-hmm. you know but then if you push it too much like I'm, I won't make money yeah so it's it's such a hard compromise such a but 
I do it and I would do it all over no matter how hard it is because I love them and I want them. My kids are so spoiled. Like they literally get whatever they want, but that's (laughs) why my husband and I work. Like we, we want to keep this up. We, we want to spoil them. Like we know they're spoiled, but we love it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just how parents feel. And that's, that's why parents will buy their kids anything. That's why the whole baby business thing is a thing that will never go away. Oh yeah, right? it's, it's almost buy. depressing. It's almost depressing when you look <laughs> at it. Like, yeah. I, just so my daughter, she's three. She has her own iPad. It's like a new iPad Pro. Mm. It's not. It's not the big one. It's like it was mine, <laughs> and then I got the bigger one, so we gave that one to her. My son has like an Xbox and a Switch, and like just stupid stuff. It's like, weird. Oh my God, it's dude. weird. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? It's a weird time because I remember I resisted the whole idea of devices with mm-hmm. my kids, like for the longest oh, time. Oh, I did too. I did yeah. too until my son was like two, probably. And then I was like, yeah. give him the iPad. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. No. <laughs> Pulling my hair out. Give him when the I, damn iPad. Probably when I got pregnant with my daughter, with our mm-hmm. daughter, I was like, just give him the iPad. It's fine because we also, when he was one, and a half, we moved to Hawaii. And I think that's when we gave him the iPad is because we, you know, made a 14-hour trek across the country. We started in Maryland and we ended up in Hawaii and he was one and a half. So yeah. we were like, just give him the iPad, let him yeah. watch whatever, because we couldn't have him on the airplane like screaming, you know, yeah. we had to do something. It, so I think a, that's that's when it started. Yeah, it's a tricky thing because people parent differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so yeah. we only try to get, we only try to follow advice that works for us. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning, I also resisted the whole device thing. And mm-hmm. I was giving my daughter everything that, my, my, my viewpoint was different, a little bit different though. Like the reason I really wanted to give her things that did less than an iPad, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a box with wheels or something like that. Just like something really. We did that too though. You know what I mean? Like something really, really simple is because mm-hmm. I wanted to foster her creativity. You know, I yeah. wanted her to think and pretend and just enjoy that 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 different world that she sees mm-hmm. when she's being creative. Yeah. But as she grew older and everything everything around her or every kid around her has a device and you know there's devices everywhere even myself like I'm carrying yeah. devices everywhere. It's hard to say no to that and mm-hmm. be like no, that's bad. Then why is everyone else using it, right? Yeah, why am so, I the only one not able to? Right. It's, so it's, again, there's like that fine line. It's a fine of line, like, yeah. Of you know knowing what to do as a parent, and that really there is no right thing. There's, you know, I mean, it's it's not that there is no right thing. It's like everyone's going to judge you no matter what you do. So you just have to do what feels what best. right yeah. for you and your family and exactly. your children. And I hate kind of getting off topic, but I hate seeing online, like I know Facebook is the worst and I try to stay off Facebook as much as I can, really just on there to keep up with like family and stuff. But I mean, people will hound these poor people in the comments for everything that they do. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. let them parent their children. Like if they want to breastfeed, if they want to give their baby a bottle, like let them do it. Don't shame them for it. You know, know, uh, shaming on social media is one of the, thi- the things that I despise the most. Oh, I, I hate I, it. I, hate I get it. it. Like, I get why people like doing that because it feel makes them feel empowered, makes them feel like but things why? are actually what getting done. Point? But yeah, but now That's they start the shaming 
natural human behavior. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I need to feed my kid here. I need to listen. My parents were not the best parents. Like looking back, they were not the best parents. Like they pretty much just let me. I remember <laughs> my, my brother and I. We had um, we were next to this. Uh, it's a creek, but it's mm-hmm. like I don't even know if it's still a creek because it's like at the end of our street where our our house was. There's like a sheer drop. I'd say at least <laughs> twenty five feet. Oh. It's it's like a cliff. It's a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cliff. And there was a small pathway because the the there was a a wall that was between the drop and, you know, ba- there's just basically a small patch of of land. I would say it's only about a foot wide. And the distance we you had to walk to get across, like to 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 basically get from one end of the wall to the other, I would say that would be around 30 feet. And so my cousins lived on the other side of that wall. And then my brother and I were on the other side. And every day, every <laughs> single day, my brother and I would run down that path without oh a God. care in the world. And my parents knew. They're like, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll Luckily, be fine. we were fine. But you know yeah. what I mean? It's like they parent differently. I would never yeah. do the same thing for my kids. No. God, no. But <laughs> they did the best no. that they could. Right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the same with my parents. They did the best that they could. I remember, God, I've got some stories too. My friends and I thought it would be a great idea to put gasoline like in the in the grass and then shoot bottle rockets over to where we had poured the gasoline. Oh and so obviously God. the yard like caught on fire. And this was not our yard. This was our neighbor's yard that we did oh this to. Oh, my God. So at like 3.30 in the afternoon, um, our neighbor's yard is blazing. I mean, just like, like luckily we had big yards, so it wasn't like close to their house or anything. But like all of the neighbors saw, of course, and was like running over. They were like patting it down. Oh, my God. I I didn't tell my mom, of course, that that's what had happened. But, of course, the neighbors all told her. Yeah. And we all got in a lot of trouble. But, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they had no clue that we were out there doing that. And, yeah. They but just of course, do like I best. said, my mom, yeah, they, she did the best she could. Like, my yeah. mom worked a lot of hours. So there was a lot of time that she wasn't there that my brother and I were there. Yeah. Causing a lot of mischief. So, yeah. 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 And that's just, yeah, the, the whole monkey with a wrench. You know, no one can predict. We were the monkeys with the wrenches, that's for sure. Anyone <laughs> who says they're, they are expert, expert parents, are liars. Oh, full of shit. They are full of shit. <laughs> full of shit because there is no expert. You are all just faking it until you make it. Yep. Yep. And until they can until they can finally move out of your house and they'll yeah. be like, "Okay, you got your own problems now because I'm done." <laughs> That's funny. James and I were just talking about that today. We were talking like finances and like sending them to college and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I hope they want to go to college. You know, if they both want to. And he goes, why wouldn't they want to? I was like, well, did you want to go to college? He goes, no, but no one really encouraged me to go. And I was like, well, what did your parents say? And he was like, mm, get out of my house. You're 18. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> wow. I was like, well, we know not to do that because yeah, I, no. I, knew, I knew we would never do that because I lived with my mom until James and I got married. And James mm-hmm. jokes all the time. He's like, 
girl, you know, you'd still be at your mama's house if we weren't married right now. I'm like, oh, absolutely. Why not? Just me and her, like, rent-free. We'd have a blast. You know, statistically, more and more people are doing that. Like, the younger generation are doing that. and that's smart. It's smart, exactly. Be- before, during my sister's time, my time even, mm-hmm. growing up, and if, if, yeah, if you're past 18 and you haven't moved out, that's, uh, it's like, what's wrong with you? But now yeah. it's, no, that's completely understandable i live i lived with my parents till till before i got married actually maybe a few months after before we got married or i'd say a year or two i moved out with my i moved to my now wife's house Mm. but she still lived with her parents so we had yeah we had our own room and because we couldn't afford rent we couldn't Mm. afford any so i lived with them even after getting married i lived with them Mm -hmm. for a few years and then finally, we finally got our own place. And, yeah. you know, nothing to be ashamed about. It's, I mean, Absolutely I would, not. yeah, I'd feel ashamed if I was just like dead weight, if we were just not yeah. doing anything. But if we were mm-hmm. saving, we were saving and working towards our own home, our own future, yeah. any parent would love to help you, you know, oh, do that. Absolutely. Right? My mom, I mean, my mom talks about it too. She's like, uh, do you think if you hadn't, you know, you and James hadn't got married, do you think you'd still be here? I'm like, Oop. Yeah, <laughs> she knows I would, too. Yeah. She says, like, how fun it would be, you know, before mm-hmm. I had kids and everything. She's like, I miss you being here. Because at that time, it was just her, myself, and my brother. And my brother is like, he was like a hermit. You know, he's a teenager then, and he didn't really interact like her and I did. Yeah. And she's like, I miss you. You just, you should have just not got married and stayed here. And Aww. I'm like, I know, I know. Because I... right before we got married, I moved to Texas where James was and I moved into his apartment. Uh, We just wanted to like make sure it wasn't like a crazy thing, you know, us Mm -hmm. getting married and, you know, everything. So we just wanted to like try it out, like play house for a little bit. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we did that and I stayed there with him or lived there with him for like two months and then we got married. But okay. Yeah. 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 My wife and I did the same thing. It's again, it's being smart. Yeah, because it's like a trial and a trial, the, you know. The you dynamics to. the dynamics between two people are completely different when you live with oh each God. other. Oh my god. I found out that James was a complete slob when I moved <laughs> when I moved down there. You know, I had stayed with him like weekends like you know, he would fly into Nashville or I would have mm-hmm. I would fly over to San Antonio and like I think we met one time in Panama City in Florida and we would like have those weekends where we'd like just hang out and stuff, but we were never in like our homes like because I was living with my mom and then he was in his apartment but it was it wasn't like ours and so when I (laughs) just staying there in the weekend like he would have everything like super clean you know like when I got there he'd make (laughs) sure his roommate like cleaned everything up but when I moved in I was like oh you are gross (laughs) like disgusting (laughs) it changes you 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 learn you learn so much when yeah you, you do when you do that so it's when i was growing i think yeah when i was growing up that was still especially for me the culture that i came from that's still that was like very frowned upon oh me but, too yeah yeah but my mom thankfully my mom's like progressive like the way my she mom thinks too, yeah yeah she's like okay you know she's i even overheard her talking to my my sisters this was a long time ago when mm-hmm. i met my wife and because I was very when we moved here to the States, I didn't have any friends. I was already mm-hmm. like, what, 22? I didn't have any friends, whatever. And I was dating someone back home mm-hmm. and we were in a relationship for like six years. 
And yeah, my mom knew her and my family knew her and everything. And I remember feeling very, very lonely, obviously. And um, when I met my wife now, she obviously changed things for me. So Mm -hmm. I was more excited to wake up in the morning. I was excited. And despite being in a long distance relationship, I mean, I just started feeling a lot better. But then obviously Mm -hmm. some people doesn't don't look at it that way they they, they're thinking like oh you know this guy's taking advantage of his situation or whatever you know yeah there's a lot more to the story right yeah they they, have to have their all their inputs and exactly and so i felt really terrible because it's like at that point i was like you know who do i sacrifice my own happiness versus you know to just to appease these people just so that they Mm -hmm. don't think that way about Mm -hmm. me and i was really bummed out but i remember i was I overheard my mom talking on the phone with my sister and I remember her saying, you know what? Um, I like her. She said, she's, she's talking about my, my now wife. She said, Mm -hmm. I like her because I see him, me happy. It's like, and whatever makes him happy, then that's, that's what I want. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. You're awesome, mom. So I really did appreciate that. And she doesn't know that I heard that, but I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that very, very clearly. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that. That little yeah, memory just popped back in my head. That's super sweet. Oh, also, yeah, I wanted to say that, you know, for kind of going back into like our old, our main topic, <laughs> if you are a parent and you feel really guilty and you feel like there's not enough time and, you know, you just, you're not getting any work done, that's really true. But it's always temporary. And it once is. things change, you're going to miss you're going to miss spending time with your kids. I mean, my kids yes. are only, she's only four. My, my daughter's only four. They grow son, so fast. They grow so fast. And nothing changed. I mean, nothing stays the same, honestly. No. And think about this. It goes so fast. Yeah. Five years for us, for adults, are the same. I could be exactly the same five years ago. It's just, or five years from now, it's just, I'm a little bit, I look older, yeah. but I'm still the same. But five years for children, it's different. It's crazy. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. And then five more years, guess what? You don't see them as much anymore because they're hanging out with their friends. They're doing they're their too... thing now. Yeah. So the time that you have with your, your small children, are it's very limited. That's why I think Chelsea would agree that they, this is why you have to prioritize them first. Yes. Over your work. Sure. Because your work, you can always pick that up later. Let's just even say that work, your work completely goes away because you've spent enough time yeah, I'm more time with your kids. <laughs> I don't, honestly don't see anything wrong with that because that's no. your main purpose as a parent. Absolutely. Just, Keeping yeah. them happy and healthy and, you know, feeling loved and feeling like they've had enough of your attention. And yeah, that that's all that matters really at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And even if this did go away for me, like it would be fine because my husband does work and yeah. that, you and, know, it, we would have to change some things obviously, yeah. but. And you can you know, always pick it back up. Yeah, you yeah. can always pick it back up. Your yeah. skills have never changed. Your personality hasn't changed. Yeah. Your whatever value it is that you're bringing hasn't changed. It's just you've limited yourself access mm-hmm. to those things or those opportunities because you wanted to focus more on your kids. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Absolutely. So, yeah, if you're feeling guilty or or ashamed maybe for, I don't know, whatever reason, just know that it's temporary and you it's best that you focus on just the important things for now yes so don't be like um don't be like i'd say me because in the beginning i was just like that i was just like you know i want to i 
I just remember my wife coming home and I would say, go spend time with the kids. I'm going to be working until nine o'clock. And sure enough, yeah, yeah 9 p.m. The kids are the kids are asleep. I'm still yeah. working. I wake up for the next day. It's still work. And what? At the end of the week, I'm like, I got work done. Yay. And I'm the mm. only one who's saying yay. But you don't feel satisfied. <laughs> no, like you still feel like there's something missing. Yeah. I, I struggled with that too. Like if I was, I don't want to say ignoring the children, but if I wasn't paying as much attention just to like power through or staying up super late just to get things done by the end of the week, like I still felt empty, mm-hmm. you know, I still felt like I hadn't gotten anything done, even though I had, it was just, it's just I different. Cause it was, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> once again, you're, you're ignoring a crucial part of your life. It's crucial. Mm-hmm. You know, work is not as crucial as you think work is yeah. work. There's work everywhere, just different in different forms. Yeah. But you only have one, like you only have one child, one, you know, your, your children are just that one form and yeah. it's always temporary. It's not, they're not going to stay in that stage where they're vying for your attention, yeah. where they're, where they want to see you. Where they love to snuggle or they want yeah. to show you. They hold your face. They, yeah. yeah. And, oh my gosh. My daughter does that all the time. She's like, you're so too. pretty. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, too. I'm melting. <laughs> again, once again, I hope you, I wish you guys could see our faces because we're like in dreamland right now thinking of our kids. It's it's hilarious. But you know what is, is so funny about being a parent is they can break your heart and melt your heart all at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, my son, he's six. And so he's in that age where like, I hate you. Or, you know, I'm like, where does he get it? It has to be school that he says this because yeah. we never say like, I hate you to each yeah. other, like James and I. But, you know, they'll be yelling at each other. He's like, I hate my sister or I I hate this dog. And then he comes up. He's like, I love you, mommy. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. No. I know <laughs> it's hilarious because they just hear something and they repeat it. They don't really understand oh, it. They, yeah. Yes. He is so in that stage right now. He's like, I don't I think I don't know where it has to be. Like I said, daycare or kindergarten. But it's like yeah. some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. Like he was calling his sister a dodo brain yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, don't call your sister a dodo brain. She is very smart. And he's like, no, she's not. I mean, she's three, you know, yeah. so she's smart in her own thing like she's yeah. obviously still learning and doesn't know all the things that he knows he's like and that's just not that smart she's a dodo brain i'm like oh my god what do you do <laughs> the, the other day my daughter out of the blue we were downstairs and i was sitting with her and my daughter comes up to me and she goes daddy what is up with this house it's driving me crazy and oh like, my god i didn't even say anything i'm like okay <laughs> just what and she say? just she kind of just like stormed away i'm like yeah Okay, I guess she's not having a good day. Now she's 20. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. But um, guys, if you have any stories that you would love to share with us about kids or maybe even struggles, we would love to hear it. Yes, definitely. Chelsea and I are not experts. Yeah. Like like we said, there are no no expert parents. And I'm just glad that we're alive, you know, during this time when parents can actually reach out to each other. Yes, and me too. You, you know, feel we we start to feel like we're not alone. We we can feel, um, we can get some support from other people, from other parents. Mm-hmm. And so we are not experts. So if you guys have any insight or any stories that you'd love to tell, or even just advice that you would love to give or share, please please do so. Use our platform. Use use this 
podcast to, to share and you know write us an email maybe we should we should probably set up an email or maybe what we, we do do we oh yeah we do yeah the coffee with creators yeah Gmail. but maybe yeah maybe for now we'll just use the dm and then we'll have nicole push out that email so that people are yeah we'll have her update the uh the ig page so that people can reach out via email if they have any stories or yeah. any questions or anything like that so there that you sounds go great yeah. I would definitely love to hear from you guys. I love hearing parenting stories because we're all going through it. It it all happens. It's all a stage of their lives and, you know, their little emotions and things. I, I love hearing about stuff like that. So Yeah, me too. It's my favorite thing in the world. I, mean, I wasn't kidding when I said that. Like, my favorite job in the world is being a dad. It yeah. really is the, the one passion I never thought I was going to be passionate about. It sounded redundant. Oh, me either. But... Me either. I never <laughs> thought I'd have children. James and I, we never really talked about it until I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, well. Here we go. This happened. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. That's That's awesome, Chelsea. I love this topic. Yeah, I love this topic. It was a fun topic. It was. And we can always go back to this topic. And, you know, I will. We're going to need like. changing. Yeah. We're going to need like three three more hours for this podcast because I can talk and talk and talk about this. Um, any, do we have any gear news by any chance? We do. So you guys know that me, Chelsea, is a huge Canon fan. But before I was a Canon fan, I loved Nikon because I got into content creation just as a photographer before I realized that I also had a passion for filmmaking. Um, I loved photography, still image, still imagery. Um, so I had a Nikon camera, the Nikon D610, and it was incredible until I realized that I kind of wanted to transition into filmmaking. So once I did that, I kind of, I switched to Canon, but I still have a love for Nikon. And I was like strumming through like new gear that is coming out. And I saw that Nikon has just released their Z5, which is an entry-level mirrorless full-frame censored camera, which is super exciting because I knew that they were like kind of transitioning into mirrorless, but I didn't know that they, because to this point they didn't have, I don't think, have a entry-level, like, Mm -hmm. you know, fairly low-budgeted and kind of easier to learn for someone just starting out. So, I thought that you guys would like to hear that information if you are strictly for photography, because I don't know if they've updated and kind of gone into the more film on the filmmaking side or video creation. I I don't think, I think they're still really focused on still imagery. So yeah, I love Nikons. Honestly, if they were just me too, like that was my first camera. I still yeah, have my too. old Nikon up here. And, uh, do you? I saw I do. Own. Yeah, it's a D... Actually, I had a D, D200. and okay. No, my first Nikon was a manual Nikon FM10. And then I sold that. Really? Yeah, it was like a film camera. The and film, then I sold yeah. That. Yeah, and then I had a D200 because this was when DSLRs were a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't have, I don't have to develop film anymore. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. I'm not limited by my film, so I got a D200. But that was still a crop sensor. Mm-hmm. And for how many years? For like more than ten years, I couldn't afford a full frame. And I got my, I got as a, a gift from my wife a Nikon D7000 because that was the first one. I think one of the first ones that offered, at least for Nikon, 
offered a the option to, to record video mm -hmm. in, at 1080p. And I was so excited, but it still sucked. It sucks, yeah. <laughs> it's still, it was still bad. And like it's... you, I got more interested in the filmmaking side. So I, that's why I switched to Sony. Yeah. And it's just a shame that they, they're so way behind the you know, I, don't I know, can't like believe the, it. Like, honestly, yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's surprising. But maybe they are just solely focused on photography. And that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but that's true. It actually really might a little sidetrack or a little side note reminds me of. Um, um, I mean, since this is like this, this podcast is more like branding, marketing and all that stuff. I just wanted to share mm -hmm. um, my thoughts on this. Maybe the reason why Nikon is just not in a hurry is because they're pretty much doing the whole the same game that Mercedes is playing with BMW and Audi. And I say this because in the beginning, like a few years ago, those three German companies were always competing against each other. They were mm -hmm. always like, oh, the BMW released this new car and Audi would reply back with their version or and then Mercedes would follow suit. And they're always competing. And so mm -hmm. people were always divided as to who they want to be. Like, this year I want to be Mercedes. This year I want to be. And you know what's funny? Over, like, the last, I'd say, five or six years, because I'm a big car fanatic, mm -hmm. I've noticed that Mercedes just started to not care anymore. And what I mean it's by that what is... probably Nikon they, is doing. Exactly. Is that they started making cars that they think their customers, their exact customers, would love. And you mm -hmm. know what's funny? I like that. Yeah. Now, now it's really just a choice of not not about what which one's better. Mm -hmm. Is Mercedes better than BMW or is are they better than Audi or whatever? It's about which one speaks to me the most. Yeah. And I think that's what Nikon is doing. So I just wanted to yeah. share that little thought that I, I had. appreciate. I appreciate that from Nikon because they know who their customer is. They know mm -hmm. it's a photographer. You know, and maybe not so much a filmmaker. They know that there's good options or better options for a filmmaker. And yeah. so, yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I this, hand up this, to them. This makes me want to buy a Nikon now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it last night, too. <laughs> I. How much was I'm, it? Do you know? I don't. It was just pre-order. I don't okay. know if there's a price, but I can look. Okay. Yeah, it's just like the information on it. Okay. Oh, so, no, here it is. 13, 1396. Is that body, with a kit lens? No, body only. For the kit, Ooh, it's 1696. That's a little expensive. It is. It was more expensive. Uh, then than again, I inflation. I mean, I guess if, if it'll the, go down. Yeah, the A7 III was actually the A7 III was about the same with the lens. That's like, yeah, 12, 1300. I'd, I, no, actually, I'm, I could be mistaken. So it's, it's the cheaper. same. It's cheaper than the R. Hmm. This. The R is what, 16 just for the body? Yeah, but the R does do like the Everything. Canon. Yeah, the Canon does video like crazy. Like, you really have well. a good point. This is a little expensive. And it doesn't even have the fully articulating screen, but I guess you wouldn't really need that if you're just photographing, like taking yeah. photos because you're always no, you behind don't. it. Yeah. So they definitely okay. know their customer base. I don't know. It's yeah. something that we can look into. And then maybe someone who's listening might have better insight than us. Yeah, let definitely me know. share it with us. Yeah. Let me know. Because it is weird. I do love them, though. It's just weird what they're doing. Yeah. Well, well thank well. you for gearing news, Chelsea. Always You're welcome. Fun.
<laughs> All right. So moving on. Moving um, on. Are we working on any projects right now? We are. I know in our notes I put slash bullstrap. And I don't know. Did bullstrap reach out to you? Um, no, not recently. They, I've no. worked with them in the past. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I had two. But then they reached out and told me that they were starting an affiliate program. Cool. And they're, I guess they have handpicked or maybe handpicked a few. And then, because I know they put in their stories that they were looking for photographers or content creators or whatever. And anyways, they're looking for like 20 content creators to join the their affiliate program. So they mm-hmm. reached out to me and I signed up, I guess, yesterday. And then they do like they always did, like send you a gift card like to get some swag. <laughs> so... You get a um, discount code for your followers. Sweet. And if they use that code, you automatically get the affiliate income for that. So they don't have to go through your link. But if they use, like mine is Chelsea Horn. So if they use that, it automatically goes to my account. Okay, gives them a discount and then you get a little... A little something, something, a little, little thank you. Yeah. Little, so everyone yeah. use Chelsea's code if you're shopping at Bullstrap yeah, so that go you can to get Bullstrap. a little discount. Mm-hmm. It's bullstrap.co, I believe. Okay. They have really, really nice phone cases and they smell good. That's honestly why I like them so much is because. Oh my God. Speaking of Bullstrap. <laughs> yeah, Bullstrap, my wife has been on their website for the longest time because she cannot decide what to get. <laughs> she cannot decide. And I was like getting mad at her already. Because she's, she's, she'll come home and she's like, what should I get? I'm like, so I don't know. <laughs> At this point, one. I don't care. <laughs> I actually ordered some things today. I got two cases and a watch strap for the Apple Watch. Mm, I have that. It's really yeah. nice. Is it nice? You have the darker I like one? It. I do. I do. Yeah. Their straps yeah. are very stiff, which I like oh. because over time, the straps, um, you know, with leather, they'll, they'll soften. Yeah, yeah it loosens yeah. up. Um, it, but it's high quality because I've I've had other... Leather air quotes here. Leather straps that are leather. Yeah, they just they just did not hold up like really yeah. well. So yeah, theirs are nice. That's good. So I recommend that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they're. It'll probably end up being for James because I have really small wrists, and I'm. I feel like it's probably bigger, but I got mm. it just. I wanted to photograph it, and I wanted. Yeah. I was curious about that one. Oh, that, yeah. Out, so. Also, their products are very photogenic. They're easy to photograph. Right. Yeah. Beautiful they products. So that's what you got this week, Chelsea? Bullstrap? I and did. That oh, was, yeah. yeah, I think I got, well, I posted um, the Tilted, the mm-hmm. the headphone RGB stand. Oh, which I, I saw that one. Isn't it cool? Wait, how do you, yeah, how do you like them? I like it. It's really cool. It's sitting over there. I actually said yes to them because James wanted it. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, get that. That's cool." <laughs> so, I did. And it actually looks really good on my desk though. And I love like the subtle RGB lights like it's not in your face or anything. It's mm. really nice. And I like it. Yeah. Chelsea's Super. turning into the RGB person. I don't know how that's happening, honestly. I remember I you don't. saying that you you weren't really a fan of that until you no. you got the LEDs and you're like, "I kind of like this now." So. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm such a fan of them. They look nice as long as they're not overly done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I've, like, I used to have LEDs in the, behind my desk. But oh, did you? They didn't, sh- yeah, they just, they were just in one color, but I yeah. had no problems with them. I just don't like it like everywhere because it's, it, it gets to a point where sometimes I see setups where everything is a distraction except for the monitor. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, 
I'm looking at everything else except for the monitor and I don't yeah. want that in my workspace. Yeah. I want my workspace to be the main focus so that I can actually focus. But that's exactly. personal taste. Yeah, that's yeah. personal taste. Ooh, I, look at that. I can see the, the color I changing. I know, I'm changing it. Um, I have not posted any photos with the lights being anything but white. Only because mm-hmm. that's the vibe that I like for my Instagram. I like just yeah. the white, like white light. But... um. And also, if we're being honest here, I don't know how to photograph it. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's actually hard. I had to do double. Can't believe exposures. I just admitted that. Double, no, it's, yeah. it's yeah. I was I, thinking double exposure is probably how you would have to do it. Um, because um, if you look back in my feed, I had a set of photos where my room was changing colors. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you. It's a long time I ago. I, I don't yeah, know. I, used, I went pretty far down. When I was I'll stalking send, you before we were friends. <laughs> I'll send you the link. I'll send you the okay. link. But there were different colors. And I had to do some creative editing with that one. Be- mm-hmm. Just because the camera couldn't capture the actual look. So yeah. I had to kind of minim- mimic it in post-production as best as I could. I mean, there has to be an easier way. Because so many gaming setups have that. But I are th- So are they just photographing? Like somebody, you guys let me know. Like if you guys know, you let me know. Because I don't know. But are you guys photographing using just the RGB lights? Are you not using another light source? Like, another light source? Is it just the RGB? Because I tried that too, and I, that also looked like shit. So I turned <laughs> my light on, and that also looked like shit. So I need help. Like, somebody help me. I'm willing to bet <laughs> it's double exposure, Chelsea. Probably. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how I would do it. But again, I'm not an expert. I just have my own style. Me either. So, I just admitted I don't know how to photograph something. And that is fine. literally my job. <laughs> it's okay. Doctor, can you help me? Uh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. People are coming to us for advice and we're sitting here saying we don't know. Anything. Doctor, help. I got stabbed. Uh, I'm a dentist. Nope. I'm a dentist. <laughs> but we should well, probably, probably move on. My okay. daughter is going to wonder where I oh, am. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I am working. I'm just working on finishing my project for this week. Hopefully by tomorrow, I'll have a video out and I'm going to try to finish my video today. Is this the so, one that you're yeah. super excited about? He won't yeah. share it with me, guys. He won't let me know what he's working on. I won't. <laughs> but by the time this is published. Yeah, I know. By the time this is published, they, you you would have seen it, I think. And it's really simple. Honestly, uh, I was I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, like build it up. Build it up, yeah, like yeah, crazy. I've done that but so it, many times. It it's just <laughs> important to me personally. Yeah, that's yeah. why. But when I look at it, I'm like, it's it's actually really simple. So I hope you or whoever else is watching it can appreciate it as well from that perspective. But yeah, I'm gonna try to finish that today because I might be off tomorrow because my kids have appointments. And so before we end this podcast, I think we actually received a couple of questions via email. Thanks to Nicole. Did you get the email? I did. Did I forward? Okay. Yes. I was actually giggling at your dad joke. Uh Is it it your dad joke or is it Nicole's? No, I have not not read any any of the uh, email This must be Nicole's dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. You can can read them. Nicole's really good with the jokes too. So Okay. Yeah, you so can read this the, is, the questions. This is from Nicole, who is our Instagram social media man- manager management. Mm-hmm. And she says, here's my dad joke of the day. How does a penguin build its house? <laughs> you ready for the Ow. answer? Ow. 
It glues it together. Ah, of course. <laughs> of course, Yay. Nicole. <laughs> so there you cute. go. <laughs> when I read it, I honestly thought it was from you, Michael. I was I was like, that's no. so Michael. I'm that's terrible Nicole, with jokes. Which, which also makes sense. Yeah. You guys are right. It makes so. more sense. <laughs> awesome. All right. I so the first question is, Nicole says this one isn't a question, but I did want to share it with you because it's Michael, Ayana. Read, read the, I, I think it, it's it's Ayana Jimenez R. So okay. we're not going to, tr- yeah. I don't, she I'm asks. not even, yeah. She, <laughs> she asks, uh, or she likes to recommend, okay, let me start this over. This is not a question, but this is not a question, but a suggestion. I like that you recommend a creator from YouTube. Would it be a good idea to recommend a new creator that Chelsea or Michael, Michael discovers recently? Okay. Can you just start that So she, he or she, I'm assuming it's a she, mm-hmm. is asking that that it would be a good idea for Chelsea and, and myself to recommend creators that we have discovered recently on YouTube or Instagram. I think that's a great idea. And that's actually what we were that's actually what I did last week and this week. So yeah. Chelsea shared um who did you share earlier that you said had a Oh no no, we were talking about the Mike Watts. Yeah. He's a good creator that you might you guys might find um like his his work is really good. And the other one is Felix Cruip. And I we can we can probably, I'll probably put the the links in the show notes when yeah. once this is published. That's what I was about to say. I have one, but this is the guy that set up the photo contest. I think I mentioned it last week so you guys hopefully know what I'm talking about. But his name is Willie Dot I'm so sorry, Will, if I messed that up. But he is a content creator, and he lives in Germany, which is really cool. And he's really good at setup photography and product photography, tech, stuff like that. So go check him out. And, yes, we will link that in the description because I don't even think I said his name correctly. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do that. So maybe next week you and I will also share another one, a new one from each one of us. And then maybe we can we can share a little bit about them and why we like them. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Thank you for that suggestion. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. So the next question is coming from Mr. Mr. Uniqlo. Uniqlo. It says, will you guys do more tutorials for editing offices? I did share Michael's edits uh, with With him, and he did say it was helpful. I was just interested in sharing with CWC in case you and Chelsea wanted to do office tutorials on CWC. What is CWC? Coffee with creators. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. I'll cut this out, Chelsea. Thank you, God. (laughs) (laughs) this is the best part of the podcast no it is not oh my god i feel like such a dupe okay it's okay it's like don't let me i I had to think the first time what's cwc i had to think about that myself so there you go oh my god okay um yeah we can so do they want us just to talk like how we edit our office photos yeah, I think we can talk about that. It's hard to sh- it's hard to talk to, about it on yeah, to podcasts. Ex- to yeah, explain that. Um, um, without- maybe maybe what we can do in the future. Is that I can't 
promise it happening soon or like next week or whatever. But if I have a new setup photo that I was editing, because I made a new Instagram account. Um, I don't know if you saw that, Chelsea. No. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. With the Mitch Soul um, edits. The things. Oh, no. I thought it was okay. like the things that you like or something. Uh, things that I like. I'm not sure what that is. No, it, it was from you. I don't know. Yeah, Chelsea. it was just like, it was like really nice photograph things that you like. And the first one that you posted was like your iPad. and. Oh, no, no, that's different. That's a diff- okay. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So th- I haven't even really? touched that yet. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I made a new one. I posted this, I think, the other day. Um, so it's basically a, a, an account where I just show my edit, like from start oh. to finish. Well, I did see that you were like doing an edit, but I thought yes. I didn't know that was. Oh, like if you page. if you read the captions, no, um, I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's why I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. So I basically made a new account, and then I show my edits from start to finish. Okay. And that's all it is, because I remember, because I have a, an editing tutorial newsletter, but then it's been so that's long. What he's talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's been so long since I updated that, and it takes me so much time to try mm-hmm. to come up with a new episode mm-hmm. that I'm like, how I still want to serve the people who who want to see the edits, mm-hmm. and most of them, I would say, most of them don't even care if I I speak or not. I they just want to see what the process is, right? So I found a way to do that without any links or signing up or anything like that. So I basically oh. made a new account, yeah, and then on this account, I I just edit from start to finish mm-hmm. and then if you if they have any questions or whatever they can just comment and i can just reply back and it's much easier for me to manage and much easy easier access for people too yeah. so i think um that what's uh what I, in in line with what mr unique said what we can do is maybe in the future i can share an edit on the coffee with creators page and mm-hmm. you can do the same thing but it doesn't have to be right away you know what i mean like because chelsea and i have a fairly full schedule so but that's a good suggestion (laughs) that's a good suggestion we can do that like um we'll probably put that in one of the to-do lists and uh but yeah thank you for that suggestion so i was actually thinking because i've had several people reach out and want to know like how i edit my photos and kind of what my process is and i was going to make a youtube video um Mm -hmm. i just i have so many like in the queue that i have to make before that one um, so yeah, I mean, putting something on here would be great. Yeah. I'm cool with yeah. that. We can do that. You also, right. if you want to edit like me, you can go grab my presets. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> grab Chelsea's presets. ChelseaHorn.com. Um, mm-hmm. You can, cause when you apply those presets, you can look at the settings that she used. You can. And then you can yeah. find, you can also can fine tune them mm-hmm. and make them your own. Yeah. Then you'll see what her, that, that'll give you a, a good idea of what her, general processes Mm -hmm. and you can actually learn from that that's how i learned (laughs) yeah me too actually yeah Yeah. it's funny all right well third question is from 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 lisa 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 martinovska again sorry lisa (laughs) (laughs) michael tell us your favorite dad joke Uh, honestly you put him on the spot (laughs) i know she likes putting me on the spot honestly my favorite yeah my favorite dad joke is also from nicole this was it's only funny because of the context behind it. And it's really dumb. <laughs> and <laughs> that joke. But she gave me like a string of dad joke questions. She's like, 
what did you know what did the chicken do or whatever blah 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 and obviously didn't get that and then so she's <laughs> like okay I have another joke for you and she's like what did this and this say to this person I didn't get that either and then but I I kept trying right and then her yeah. final one was like okay so what did Batman say to Robin before they um before they got into the Batmobile and I said and I tried to come up with something really smart I'm like oh he probably said this and she's like no I'm like what did he say and she goes get inside the Batmobile and for oh. some reason that yeah I know it's really dumb but for <laughs> some reason that had me laughing like crazy so and I'm like, this is really dumb that I'm laughing but that, that's that my favorite dad joke a dad joke <laughs> <laughs> Nicole and her dad jokes I know I love the next it's not a question well it is a question and mm-hmm. all the right things asks mm-hmm. what color is the wind <laughs> and the answer is blue <laughs> b-l-e-w <laughs> that one's good i love that i love how the questions are dad jokes i know i know it has nothing to do with that the topic so good i loved it really quick do you know who all the right things is i'm gonna tell you that's nicole's sister is it really your cousin yeah yeah noelle oh, okay. yeah oh, okay she she writes, I mean, she likes to, um, to, to write, you know, uh, like creatively. Oh, I mean, okay. not, not sentences or anything. I'm just like, uh, well, I can't think of the word. Lettering. Cal- that's it. Calligraphy. calligraphy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's her sister. Nick ah. Noel. Hello. Well, that's, that makes sense that she did a dad joke then. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. Two, I swear. <laughs> All right. The last question for this week is from Zachary Salter. Is it hard to try... Is it hard trying to balance work and family while at home during this time? This is the only relevant question we've gotten so I know. far. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. I know him. Thank you, Zach. Um, I've talked to him, I mean, back and forth on social media. I don't oh, know okay. personally. Personally, I don't know him. Um, the short answer is yes, it is hard trying to balance work and family. Um, but like we said in the, during the main topic is there's just a lot of compromise, a lot of trying to push your yourself to get work done during those times that you do have even if it's like an hour like you know try to catch up on a little bit of work or or something but yeah it, it's hard balancing it it's just there's a fine line there's a, a lot of compromise a lot of give and take yeah so. and it's i think chelsea said it best and the only thing i would have to add is that it's temporary yes it's always temporary yeah yes so there's hope there's light at the end of the tunnel Zach. Yeah. <laughs> or as my husband and I always say, we're we always say that we're drowning, but like our our drowning, drowning. We're drowning, <laughs> but our nose holes are like able to get in a little bit of air. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're getting like some at, air. You're at the surface of the water, you're still getting a little bit of air, and you can you can see that there is something above. So Yeah. That's like that's a good description. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But. Well, thank you guys for sending those comments, those jokes, and Love the questions. Jokes. Really, really appreciate it. And again, thank you again for listening, for the support. We really appreciate it. it makes us feel like we're not talking to just ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. yeah. I feel like we have an actual audience who likes to listen to us talk, which is good. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so I guess we're going to end this episode here, Chelsea. Um, right. I know we got a lot more stuff to do, and we will catch you guys again next week with a topic um that we will announce sometime early next week so that you guys can chime in and maybe um send us some questions or suggestions but before anything i would also want to remind you that we sent an on episode 12 a creative assignment 
we would like you to to check it out and Nobody give us your did input. Nobody homework. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm a little okay. disappointed. Do your homework. But Do maybe homework. that that's a thing too. That maybe maybe it doesn't speak to a lot of people that specific topic. But we'll give it another week. Yeah, to we'll see give it another week and then responds. we'll yeah. we'll recant. We'll yeah figure something else out. So yeah, and then please uh, rate us on iTunes if you can. Because I think uh, I don't know if you, if you can rate us on Spotify. Is that is that a thing or Anchor? I'm not sure, but I know uh, iTunes. You can, you can you can like or favorite us on okay. Anchor. Because okay. I saw that someone did the other day. Oh sweet! Thank you, whoever that is. Yeah, thank, thank you. Very you. Much. <laughs> yeah, and um, but yeah, rate us on iTunes or and leave a comment if you can, because it's nice to to read any feedback. Yeah, I yeah. love that people they've left stars, but I want mm-hmm. someone to write a review. I know. Even I good know, or bad, like just just write it. Yeah. If it's not, bad, I'll read it. If it's good, Chelsea will read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to monitor this so they can tell us who needs to read it. <laughs> who needs to read what? We can ask Nicole. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys again for this episode. Chelsea, thank you for the suggesting the topic. I think You're it's really, welcome. really, it's a great topic. I love talking about this. I do too. We'll see you guys again uh, next week. So uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with your coffee and pizza crew. Until next time, this is Chelsea. And this is Michael. And we are signing off. Bye. Bye.